بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على دين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقرارا به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمد نبته ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما مزيدا so we start with Al-Aqeedah and the affair of creed from the Aqeedah to Razi'ain. The Asr al-Sunnah wa Itiqad, the creed of the people of the Sunnah, Ahl al-Sunnah wa jamaah And today we continue with the statement of the two Imams, Rahimahumullah. Where they said, وَخَيْرُ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ بَعْدَ نَبِيِّهَا أَبُو بَكْرِ الصَّدِّيقِ ثُمَّ عُمَّرْ بْنُ الْخِطَّابِ ثُمَّ عُثْمَانِ ابْنَ عَفَّانِ ثُمَّ عَلِيِّ ابْنَ بِطَالِبِ وَهُمْ الْخُلَفَاءُ الرَّاشِدُونَ الْمَهْدِيُونَ And that is that they said, رحمهم الله, that the best of this ummah, the best of this ummah, after the prophets, after its prophet, yani Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is Abu Bakr, a Siddiq, radiallahu anhu, uh, then Umar, and then Uthman, and then Ali, ibn Abi Talib, they are the Khulafa al-Rashidun, the four rightly guided Khulafa, al-Mahdiyun. And this, barakallahu fikum, is... The point that we're going to continue with today, bi'idhnillah. And this is from the Aqeed of Ahl Sunnah, Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, as it relates to the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Sahaba. And at the head of them are the Khulafa al-Arba'ah, the four rightly guided Khulafa, Caliphs, that they're mentioned here, rahimahumullah. The first affair that we're going to deal with is the definition of a Sahaba or a Sahabi. The definition of a companion, as is understood by the people of the Sunnah, the ulama of the Sunnah. And that is the definition of a companion is man laqiya or man laqiya an Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mu'minan bihi wa mata ala dhalik. Man laqiya an Nabi sallallahu alayhi that the companion, the definition of a companion is the one who met the messenger وسلم, whilst believing in him, who met the messenger وسلم, whilst believing in him and died upon that, and died upon that. And this is the definition brought forth by Hafid ibn Hajar, rahimahullah. And then it incorporates all of the companions, those who were blind from the companions that didn't see the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but met him. Those who met the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the com- companions, whether it's one time they met him, or twice, or they were constant companions of him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with him regularly, like Abu Bakr al-Siddiq and other than him, radiyallahu anhum ajma'in. So the companion is number one, the one who met the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Number two, they believed in him. 
They met him whilst in believing in him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And number three, they died upon that. They died upon that. That's point number one. That's the definition of a companion. And we have to have the correct belief regarding the companions of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From the affairs that we have to have belief in regarding this uh, belief in the companion, in, in the companions, uh, the, the, the treatment of the companions, how we treat the companions, عنهم, is that we have the khulafa. We have the four rightly, rightly guided khulafa that are mentioned here in this Asr Sunnah. And this is taken from the hadith of Al Irbad ibn Sari, radiyallahu anhu. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَرَ اخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَّةِ وَسُنَّةِ خُلُفَاءِ رَشِدِينَ مِنْ بَعْدِ أَضُّ عَلَيْهَا بِنَوَاجِذِ وَإِيَّاكُ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ الْأُمُورِ فَإِنَّ كُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَعَلَ فِي رِوَاهَا And that is that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Muhammad ibn Abdillah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that those of you who live long will see indeed a lot of differing. So upon you is my sunnah, his sunnah, the sunnah of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Stick to it and stick to the sunnah of the khulafa al-rashidin, the four rightly guided khulafa, the khulafa, the rightly guided khulafa, caliphs, ba'di, after him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And hold firm to it like the mola of your teeth. And be aware from newly invented matters. And affairs for verily every innovation is astray. This is a major hadith as it relates to the rightly guided Khulafa. Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali. And this, Barakallahu Fikum, is an um, important hadith as it relates to the Tartib and the order of the virtue of the companions, so therefore the best of them is Abu Bakr, and then after Abu Bakr is Umar, and then after Umar is Uthman, and then after Uthman is Ali, this is the order in which we, we have to have Iman and belief in the virtue of the companions, and this is indeed a consensus as it relates to the people of the Sunnah regarding these Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Point number three is that we have to have respect for the companions radiallahu anhum ajma'in. This is from the way of the people of the Sunnah. And we have to have this respect for them that is shari. We hold them to the level that they are given by Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is Sunnah. And from that is a statement of Allah Ta'ala Wasabiqoon al Awalun Min al Muhajirina wal Ansar Walladina Tabahum bi Ihsan Radiallahu anhum Raduan Wa Addalahum Jannatin Tajri Tahtaha Al Anhar Khalidina Fiha Abada Thalikal Fawzul Adim. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Tawbah verse 100. So that's the ninth surah, verse number 100. Easy to remember. And in this it shows the virtue of the companions, radiallahu anhum. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, And those who were foremost in embracing Islam, 
from those who migrated from Mecca to Medina and from the Ansar, yani all of these are companions, from those who were in Medina who welcomed the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and those who followed them in Ihsan, in goodness, Radiyallahu Anhum wa Radu An. Allah is pleased with them and they are satisfied with the reward that they receive. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for them Jannah. Allah prepared for them Jannah, where they will be there forever. And that indeed is a mighty success. So in this verse from, from Surah At-Tawbah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Those who proceeded in Islam, who entered Islam foremost. Those who were in Mecca. Wal-Ansar. And then the Ansar. And those who followed them in Ihsan. So here it shows the virtue of the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And likewise, from the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we know that there are many narrations showing the virtue of the companions in general. Radiyallahu anhum. And from that is a statement of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Da'u ashabi, فَإِنَّ أَحَدُكُمْ لَوْ أَنْفَقَ مِثْلَ أُحْدٍ ذَهَبًا مَا بَلَغَ مُدَّ أَحَدِهِمْ وَلَا نَصِيفًا well, he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in a hadith in Sahih Bukhari, where well, he said that, leave my companions, leave my companions alone, and he do not curse them, let us subbu, do not curse and leave my companions alone, because if any of you were to give in charity the size of Mount Uhud in gold, it would not reach a handful of them. Yani the good deeds that they have indeed performed and not even half a handful showing the level of the companions عنهم, and we have to have this respect and honour of the companions عنهم, and this is shari and this is indeed a balanced be, uh, uh, respect that we have for the companions that which is based upon the sharia that which is based upon the legislation, where we do not go into extremes as relates to the Sahaba, and we do not fall into the realms of neglect. We treat the companions how Allah has treated them, and likewise the Messenger has treated them. And that is that we love them. We do not curse them. We do not speak ill of them. We remain silent as it relates to the Sahaba radiallahu anhum in not mentioning their sins or mentioning their errors. And we, barakallahu fikum, we do not elevate them into a state of ubudiyya, into a state or level of servitude. Or rather we know that they were there when the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa was receiving the revelation from Allah. And they were part of the understanding that we have to have as it relates to the book of Allah. And the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They were there when the Quran was revealed. Yes, Alunaka Anil Ahilla. They ask you regarding the crescent. Who is asking? It's the companions, Radiallahu Anhum. This is a major virtue. And likewise, yes, Alunaka Mada Yunfiqun. They ask you, you need to ask you, O Muhammad, about that which they should give in charity. Who's asking? It's the companions, radiyallahu anhum. 
They ask you regarding menstruation, the cycle. Who's asking? It's the companions. They were there. And the Messenger وسلم, has said to us, Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati khulafai rashidina min ba'di addu alayha bi nawajid. Upon you is my sunnah and the sunnah of those after me from the khulafai, yani the companions. Addu alayha bi nawajid. Stick firm to it like the mole of your teeth. It would have been sufficient that the Messenger وسلم, said, Alaykum bi sunnati. Upon you is my sunnah. That would have been sufficient. But he said, Alaykum bi sunnati. Upon you is my sunnah. Wa sunnati khulafai rashidin. And the sunnah of the four rightly or the rightly guided khulafa. Showing the importance of the understanding of the companions. And we have to stick to the way of the companions. And that necessitates that we love them. And we benefit from their aqwal and their statements and their understanding of the Qur'an and the Sunnah. For in aminu bi mithli ma amentum bihi faqadih tadaw. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, And if they believe, the people in general, the way that you, Rasulullah sallallahu believed, and the companions with you, all of you together believed, they will be guided. They will be guided. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be companions. That's virtue. Showed you the virtue that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to the sahaba radiyallahu anhum. As Abdullah ibn Mas'udin radiyallahu anhu he said, Hum kanu atqa hadhi al-umma qulubah. Wa barra hadhi al-umma qulubah. Well he said that they, the companions, are the most pious of hearts. From this ummah, they're the most pious of hearts. From this ummah, اختارهم الله لصحبة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ولصحبة رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم. He said that Allah chose them. He said, Allah chose these people to be the companions of the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم. Think about this, Ya Ibadullah. Allah chose Abu Bakr. Allah chose Umar. Allah chose Uthman. Allah chose Ali. Allah chose the Ashara Mubashirin Abil Jannah. Those who've been given the ten that were mentioned as to be from the inhabitants of paradise. Allah chose all of the companions, thousands of them, to be companions of the Messenger. Allah chose them. And this is a virtue. And with that we must love the companions. And we must treat them how Allah Ta'ala has indeed commanded us to treat them. From loving them, having good feelings for them. Not having hated or rancor or any type of dislike shown towards them. Mentioning them in good. This is how we're supposed to have the feelings we're supposed to have for the companions, radiyallahu anhum. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَالَّذِينَ جَاءُوا مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا أَلَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ 
when he said subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-hashr those who came after them yani us they say these are the characteristics of the believers they say rabbana ighfir lana oh allah our lord forgive us they make dua for themselves and they make dua for ikhwanihim for their brothers alladhina sabaquhum those who came before them in iman those who preceded them in faith they don't have jealousy towards them they don't have hatred towards them they make dua for them they make dua for them which is why we say radiyallahu anhu radiyallahu anhuma radiyallahu anha radiyallahu anhum we make dua for them because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through them allah preserved this deen and this sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam all of the hadith and narrations if there isn't a sahaba mentioned in the chain it is not accepted it's considered mursal if you have a hadith and you do not have any of the companions mentioned before the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam we don't say qala an an abi huraira qala qara rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam you don't have abu huraira you don't have aisha you don't have umar you don't have uthman you don't have abu talha you don't have uh barakallahu fikum talha or abu ubaida you don't have radiyallahu anhum the sahaba mentioned before the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam huh the hadith is not accepted it's considered mursal it's considered mursal yani there is a narrator from the companions missing who met him sallallahu alaihi wasallam because they are all udul all of the companions are trustworthy all of them every single one of the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam are trustworthy Allah attested to this the messenger attested to this where he said that khayru khayru qarni qarni wa khayru nas qarni he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam that the best of people are my generation thumma alladhin yaluna and then those who came afterwards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said radiyallahu anhum wa radu an Allah is pleased with them This is the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam So we have to have barakallahu fikum the correct belief the correct aqeedah the correct treatment of the companions radiyallahu anhum far from extremity and being extreme and far from negligence which is why there are deviant groups as we've mentioned in the previous barakallahu fikum affairs of aqida there are deviant groups who opposed the fundamental principle that has been addressed and the fundamental principle that's been addressed here is really relating to the companions there are those who deviated and from them are the rawafid the rawafid the shia we call them rawafid from those who ghalaw fi ahl al-bayt those who went to extremes as it relates to the family of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam
especially Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu and Fatima bint Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa radiyallahu anha and, he, and the children of Fatima, Hassan and Hussein and Ali, the, the children of Ali and, and Fatima radiyallahu anhuma Hassan and Hussein, they went to extremes and the most extreme of them are the Mu'alliha Mu'alliha and those are those who took Ali ibn Abi Talib as a god, as a deity. وَاَعْتَقِدُوا فِيهِ مَا لَا يَجُوزَ أَنْ يَكُونِ الْمَخْلُوقِ They had a belief regarding Ali ibn Abi Talib which did not, it's not permissible to have with a creation. لَا مَلِكُ مُقَرَّبُ not an angel that is close, well, Mursal, not even a prophet that has been sent. Which is why Ali he executed those who took him as a deity. He executed some of them. Radiyallahu anhu. And then we have another fraction of the Rawafid. From the Ghulat of the Rawafid, the second type of deviant group, the section of the Rawafid that يَتَقَرَّبُونَ إِلَى اللَّهِ بِسَبِّ الشَّيْخَيْنِ أَبِي بَكْرٍ وَعُمَرٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا They claim to get close to Allah by cursing Abu Bakr and cursing Umar. Because of their extreme claim of love for Ali, they don't truly love Ali. If they loved Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu, they'll follow his way. They would understand the sunnah as Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu understood. They claimed this false love for Ali, which led them to hate Abu Bakr and hate Umar. And in some of their countries, They'll make dummies or that which they claim is a replica of Abu Bakr and Umar and then they'll start beating it. May Allah the Most High deal with them. May Allah Ta'ala the Most High deal with them. Cursing Abu Bakr as-Siddiq. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, the one that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, لو كنت متخذا من أمتي خليلة لاتخذت أبا بكر خليلة If I was to take anyone as a close, close, close The closest one to me from this Ummah, I'll take Abu Bakr But my, the one that's close to me is Allah And my relationship with Abu Bakr is that of brotherhood and love and you hate Abu Bakr? Cursing Abu Bakr? Radiyallahu anhu. This is from the way of the Rawafid, from the Shia. And then we have another deviant group, which is connected to the Shia. And that is the group called the Zaydiyyah. A Zaydiyyah. And these are the people who say, يَقُولُونَ بِتَفْضِيلَ Ali ibn Abi Talib ala الشَّيْخَيْنِ رضي الله عنهم أجمعين. 
These are the individuals that do not follow this principle of Ahlul Sunnah in the order of virtue of the companions. That the first and the most virtu virtuous of the companions is Abu Bakr, and then Umar, and then Uthman, and then fourthly is Ali ibn Abi Talib. This is the Tartib. This is the order from the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the consensus of Ahl al-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah, the consensus of all of the companions, this is the tartib. Barakallahu fikum. But the Zaydiyya, they say that Ali ibn Abi Talib is more virtuous than Abu Bakr and Umar. This is from the way of the Rawafid and the Shia. Yani specifically the Zaydiyya, who is the less, you could say, evil as it relates to the Rawafid because they do not worship Ali like the other fractions of the Rawafid worship but the Zaydiya they are Zaydiya due to their holding Ali ibn Abi Talib to be more virtuous than Abu Bakr and Umar radiyallahu anhum ajma'in so this shows you the importance of this affair of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum and especially here this this affair of the Khulafa al-Rashidin and that we have to have the correct belief regarding their virtue <coughs> that Abu Bakr is the most virtuous and then Umar and then Uthman and then Ali radiallahu anhum Khulafa al-Rashidin mentioned in the hadith of Irbad ibn Sariya radiallahu anhum after this barakallahu fikum the two imams they say wa anna أشرت الذين سماهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وشاهد لهم بالجنة على ما شهد به رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وقوله الحق والترحم على جميع أصحاب محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والكف عما شجر بينهم. And that is that the two imams. Regarding the aqidah that they hold, the belief that they hold, and the belief that those from the ulama, from the various places hold, is that after the four companions, the Khulafa Rashidin, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, and Ali, after them in virtue are the remaining ten that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, yani the six others that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned and attested that they are the people of paradise. And those who, after them, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam attested and said that they are people from paradise. And the statement of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the truth, ya ibadallah. He said that they're from Jannah, so they're from the people of Jannah. And we have to make dua and have tarahum, asking Allah to have mercy, make supplicating for Jamia Ashabi Muhammad for all of the companions of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, not just the ones, the Khulafa and the Ashur Mubashirin, those who have been giving glad tidings of paradise, but all of the companions, we have to have this type of compassion for them and making dua for them. And will kafu amma shajara bainahum, and and staying away and do not delve 
into those affairs in which they differed in. Yani those affairs or those disputes that occurred between them. Do not delve into these affairs. This is the point here that the two Imams have mentioned after mentioning the virtues of Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, uh, uh, Umar, Uthman and Ali. Anhum. And that is that they said, point number one here, the tender have been giving glad tidings. And that is glad tidings of Jannah. And that is taken from the hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which is Barakallahu Fikum in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed and likewise the Sunan Al-Tirmidhi and Imam Al-Albani Rahimullah Ta'ala in Mishka he deemed it to be authentic and that is that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam يقول, he said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Abu Bakr in Fil Jannah Abu Bakr is in paradise, number one. And Abu Bakr, he died, Barakallahu Fikum, when he was Khalifa. And after him was Umar. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Wa Umar fil Jannah. And Umar is in paradise. Wa Uthman fil Jannah. And Uthman is in paradise. And Ali. Fil Jannah. And Ali ibn Abi Talib is in Jannah. Wa Talha fil Jannah. And Talha is in Jannah. Wa Zubair fil Jannah. Wa Abdurrahman ibn Auf fil Jannah. Wa Sa'dun fil Jannah. Wa Sa'idun fil Jannah. Wa Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah fil Jannah. When the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned all of these ten. That they are from the people of Jannah. So when you hear the Ashara, the ten Mubashirin that has been given glad tidings of Jannah, these are the companions. And this shows that of their virtue as it relates to the other companions that the Messenger specifically mentioned them. And the first of those that was mentioned is Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And he died in the year 13. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. So jot that down. Abu Bakr died in the year 13 after the migration of the Messenger وسلم, from Mecca to Medina. And then after is Umar ibn Khattab. He said he's in Jannah. And he died in the year 23. He died in the year 23 after the migration of the Messenger وسلم, from Mecca to Medina. And then after him is Uthman ibn al-As ibn Umayyah Al-Qurashi Al-Amawi Uthman ibn Affan Ibn As Ibn Umayyah Ibn Abdul Shams Al-Qurashi Al-Umawi And he Radiyallahu Anhu Amir Mu'mineen He died In the year 35 At the hands Of the Khawarij He died in the year 35 At the hands Of the Khawarij And then he said Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa Ali Ibn Abi Talib, he died in the year 40. And then he mentions after that, Talha, and it's Talha ibn Ubaidullah. Talha ibn Ubaidullah al-Madani. Talha is the fifth one that's mentioned in virtue from the people of Jannah. Barakallahu fikum. And he died in the year 36. And then the next one that's mentioned, the sixth, is... Az-Zubair. 
And that's Zubayr ibn al-Awam, radiyallahu an. And he died also in the year 36. And then after that, the messenger mentioned Abdurrahman ibn Auf. Abdurrahman ibn Auf. Al-Qurashi. And he died in the year 32. Fil-Jannah. Was Sa'dun ibn Abi Waqas. Sa'dun. And he, he is ibn Abi Waqas. And he died in the year 55. After the migration of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then after that. Is Sa'id ibn, Z- ibn Zayd. Sa'id ibn Zayd al-Qurashi. Died in the year 51. Wa Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah radiyallahu anhu. And he, barakallahu fikum, was from those who were given glad tidings of paradise. All of them were giving glad tidings, ya ibadallah. And this, barakallahu fikum, shows the virtue of these companions. And I'm, uh, Abu Ubaidah, he died in the year 18. He died in the year 18 in Sham. And he died from the plague. He died from the plague. Abu Ubaidah, he died from the plague. All of these companions, Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mentioned that they are in Jannah. So when he says, وَالْعَشَرَ وَأَنَّ الْعَشَرَ and the ten. That, is in, that includes the, the four rightly guided khulafa and the six other names mentioned, meaning Talha, Zubair, Abdurrahman ibn Auf, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas, Sa'id ibn Zaid, Abu Ubaidah, and his name is Amir, by the way. Abu Ubaidah is his kunya, his name is Amir. Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah, yani Amir. Ibn Abdullah ibn al-Jarrah radiyallahu an from the illustrious companions that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned that they're in Jannah. And then afterwards the two Imams, Shaykh uh, Ibn Abi Hatim and Abi Zura, rahimahumullah, they mentioned wa shahida lahum bil Jannah ala ma shahida bihi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There's that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that they're in paradise specifically. And from them is Thabit ibn Qais. Thabit ibn Qais. And this is mentioned in Sahih al-Bukhari. Where the Messenger sallallahu said, Huwa min ahli jannah. He said that he is from the people of Jannah. And likewise, Ukasha. Ukasha ibn Mihsan. Radiyallahu anhu. In this hadith which we've studied before. Of the, regarding the Sabi'een. The 70,000 that enter into paradise without being taken into account. And no punishment. If you remember in Kitab al-Tawheed we studied this. And Ukasha, he stood up and he said, Udu Allaha an yaja'alani minhum. Ukasha stood up and said, Oh Allah, make me be from the, O Messenger of Allah, make dua to Allah to make me be from the 70,000. And the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, says, Anta minhum, you are from them. And this is the Messenger saying he is from the people of paradise. So that's Ukasha. And likewise, the woman who had a fit, the black woman that had a fit, and she went to the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and then she said that she's having a fit. And my aura is exposed. My clothes are taken off because of the fit that she has. She had an illness. She said, She said, Oh, make dua to Allah for me to relieve me from this. Then the Messenger said, 
Walakil Jannah. If you so wish, be patient and you will get paradise. Wa in shitti da'utullaha and you afiyak. And if you want, I can make dua to Allah for him to cure you. Or you can be patient with that illness and you enter paradise. Then she said, I'll be patient. She said, I'll be patient. She said, but there's one thing. My aura is exposed. I don't want my aura to be exposed. I'll be patient with the illness, but I don't want my aura to be exposed. Just make dua to Allah that my aura is not exposed while I'm through having this fit, this illness. So the Messenger sallallahu alayhi made dua for her. And Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, he said to Atta ibn Abi Rabah, his student, regarding this hadith, Ala urika imra'atan min ahli jannah. Understanding from this qissa and this story of the black woman that had the fit, Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, he said, to his student Atta ibn Abi Rabah from the ulama of the Tabi'in, second generation. He said, Shall I not show you a woman that's from the people of paradise? And Atta, he said, Indeed, show me. And then Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, Hadihi al-mra' sawda is that black woman over there. And then he mentioned the story of her having the fit and that which the Messenger وسلم, said. So, all of these information that we have. From the Messenger وسلم, for those who he has indeed men said that they are in paradise, like Ahlul Badr and the people who fought in the Battle of Badr, we have to have belief in this that they are in paradise. In fact, Barakallahu Fikum, this is this point here is also an um, uh, branches from it is an important affair, and that is that we do not give anyone and say anyone is in Jannah. We do not say anyone's in Jannah except that we have proof from Allah and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that is something that is a branch issue from this affair. In that we affirm from the companions that they are in paradise because Allah told us and the Messenger told us. But we see that regarding the companions, we have to have the belief that all of them are in paradise. All of the companions are in paradise, but he mentioned, sallallahu alayhi these companions specifically, radiyallahu anhum, due to their virtue over others. Due to their virtue over others. And this shows the tafadul and the difference of virtue between the companions. But, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Hadith, لَا يَسْتَوِي مِنْكُمْ مَنْ أَنْفَقَ مِنْ قَبْلِ الْفَتْحِ وَقَاتَلْ أولئك أعظم درجة من الذين أنفقوا من بعد وقاتلوا وكلا وعد الله الحسن وهي سيد سبحانه وتعالى that none those who gave in charity before the conquest of Mecca and fought are more superior than those and they receive more higher levels than those who gave in charity after the conquest of Mecca and fought after the conquest of Mecca. But, all of them, those who, from the companions before the conquest of Mecca and those from the companions after the conquest of Mecca, Allah has promised all of them paradise. And Al-Husna is paradise. Wa'ad Allah Al-Husna. 
And Al-Husna is paradise. We know this. We know that Al-Husna is paradise. Like is mentioned in the statement of Allah Taala regarding this verse. In Sahim, uh, the mention by the Messenger, rather, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, regarding this verse. Where the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, mentioned in this verse, he said, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا الْحُسْنَ وَزِيَادَةً The verse where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, And for those who do good deed, and do good, for them is husna wa ziyada. For them is husna. The Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, explained the meaning of husna. And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, إِذَا دَخَلَ أَهْلُ الْجَنَّةِ الْجَنَّةِ وَأَهْلُ النَّارِ النَّارِ نَادَ مُنَادٍ يَا أَهْلُ الْجَنَّةِ إِنَّ لَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ مَوْعِدًا When the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said that when the people of Jannah enter Jannah and the people of fire enter fire, a caller will call, يَا أَهْلُ الْجَنَّةِ Verily, for you is that which you've been promised. And the Messenger ﷺ mentioned this hadith after reciting the statement of Allah Taala, For those who do husna, do good, for them is Jannah. So the, gen- the husna is paradise. Husna is paradise. And the ziyada and the extra is seeing Allah Taala. So the meaning of the of Allah Taala wa'ad Allah al-husna wa kullan wa'ad Allah al-husna all of them Allah has promised husna all Allah all of them Allah has promised jannah so all of the companions are in paradise all of them but the ashara that's been mentioned the 10 have been mentioned have been mentioned due to their virtue over others nam and finally he mentioned or they mentioned rahimahumullah wal kafu amma shajara bayna sahaba and that is that we stay away from the, the disagreements and the conflict that occurred between the companions radiyallahu anhum and the reason is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said let us subbu ashabi we said let da'u ashabi in the first narration in this narration let us subbu ashabi do not curse my companions for walladhi nafsi bi yadihi law anna ahadukum anfaqa mithla uhdin dhahaban ma adraka mudda ahdihim wala nasifa and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said do not curse my companions by the one whose hand my soul is in. If any of you were to give in charity in the weight, size of Uhud, Mount Uhud, in that size, Mount Uhud, those who have been to Medina, you can see Mount Uhud. In gold, if it was to, to give in charity in the size of Mount Uhud in gold, you would not reach and uh, achieve half, or rather you will not achieve a handful or half a handful of what day the companions. So do not talk ill of my companions. What is the relevance of this to the affair of what that which occurred between the Sahaba? That is because you don't choose sides. You don't say I'm with this section, and in that, there the forms a disrespect as it relates to the other section of the Sahaba that had the dispute. And likewise, there's another narration. The narration of Thoban. And also Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, similar narrations, where the Messenger وسلم, said, If my companions are mentioned, then remain silent. 
Remain silent when they're mentioned. Do not speak ill of the companions. Do not mention anything negative about the companions. Do not say, okay, this one was right, that one was wrong, and why this and that. But the ulama have said that regarding that which occurred in, regarding conflict between the companions, what the ulama mentioned, and when they mentioned these conflicts, they mentioned the character and the manners and the patience that the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum had and exercised in that period when there was differences, in that period when there was conflict, the way that they dealt with fitna, the way that they dealt with trials, the ulama, they mentioned that which occurred for us to benefit as it relates to how they dealt with the fitna, not for us to start choosing side and then speaking ill of the other party and saying they were this and they were that and speaking ill of them that. The Messenger وسلم, said, When my companions are mentioned, then remain silent. Alhamdulillah, with this we conclude, Barakallahu Fikum, the affair, in summary, as it relates to the companions of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, no doubt this will take and should take and could take many weeks in dealing with many affairs relating to the Sahaba. But this is a general glimpse uh, as it relates to how we are supposed to be and believe and love the companions, radiallahu anhum, taking their understanding of the Quran and the Sunnah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed this ummah with, blessed mankind with. So with this we conclude today's lesson in Aqidat Raziyain, Asl Sunnah of the two Imams, Abu Hatim and Abu Zura Raziyain. Hadha wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.